0: This is Mark Carter for Grain Talk. Thank you for listening. Fourteen times a year, Grain Farmers of Ontario publishes the Ontario Market Trends Report, which is written and presented here by Philip Shaw. Philip farms near Dresden, Ontario, and his commodity commentary can be read regularly at gfo.ca. What follows is the Market Trends commentary for June and July 2018. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Grain Talk in Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or anywhere you download podcasts. The next episode of Grain Talk will be released on Friday, June 29th. This is the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for June and July of 2018. As we hit mid-June, crops are growing actively across the North American Corn Belt. Crop weather has been benign throughout the American Midwest and southern Ontario, although there are always pockets that are too dry or too wet. Needless to say, as we move into July, market watchers will be cognizant of crop weather moving forward. It's that time of year, minus all the talk of tariff wars, where the crop is either made or compromised. On June twelfth, the USDA weighed in with their latest World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates. In their report, the USDA reduced both the old crop and new crop corn and soybean ending stocks. The USDA pegged corn production to remain at 14.040 billion bushels, with an average yield projected at 174 bushels per acre. The new crop corn ending stocks were pegged at 1.577 billion bushels, which was down 105 million bushels from the May report. And the old crop corn ending stocks were pegged at 2.1 billion bushels, down 80 million bushels from their May report. And the USDA also trimmed Brazil corn production and global new crop ending stocks. The USDA continues to place U.S. soybean production at 4.280 billion bushels with an average yield of 48.5 bushels per acre. The old crop domestic soybean ending stocks were 505 million bushels down 25 million bushels from the May report. And the new crop soybean ending stocks came in below trade X predictions set at 385 million bushels, 30 million less than the May report. And the USDA increased the Brazilian soybean crop up 2 million metric tons to 119 million metric tons. The Argentinian crop remained the same at 37 million metric tons. This resulted in a slight increase in global ending stocks. The USDA said U.S. farmers would produce 1.827 billion bushels of wheat in 2018-19, of that total, winter wheat represents 1.2 billion bushels, which will be down 6% from last year. On June 15, wheat futures were slightly higher than the last Market Trends report. Corn and soybean futures were lower. July 2018 corn futures were at 361 a bushel. The July 2018 soybean futures were at 906 a bushel. The July 2008 Chicago wheat futures. Closed at 4 a bushel. And the Minneapolis July 2018 wheat futures closed at 5.70 a bushel with the September 2018 contract closing at 5.81 a bushel. And the nearby oil futures as of Ju- June 15th closed at $65.06 a barrel. Down from the nearby futures of last month of $70.70 a barrel. And the average price for ethanol on June 15th in the U.S. was $1.63 a U.S. gallon. Slightly lower than where it was last month at $1.65 a U.S. gallon. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on June 15th was 0.7589 U.S. down from 0.7825 U.S. reported here on May 11th. And the Bank of Canada's lending rate remained at 1.25%. In Ontario, it was a fairly placid Planting season with crops getting into the ground in timely fashion. There were exceptions, especially Essex County, where heavy rainfall and heavy clay led to a delay in planting in the last to the last few days in May. Hot weather at that point helped things, getting the crop planted in short order. There was some replanting in the deep southwest from a rainfall event. However, as we move into late June, drought is stocking many crop areas in Ontario. Moisture is needed to keep this crop growing. Basis levels for Ontario grains have been maintained even at a time of declining futures prices, mostly because the Canadian dollar has also been declining rapidly over the last four weeks. In many ways, this is fortunate, as if the loonie had appreciated during this time, cash prices would be a lot lower for the Ontario grains. Export basis remains the order of the day for Ontario corn, with U.S. replacement value of five dollars and seventeen cents a bushel, while most cash elevator prices pegged at four forty-five to four sixty, as of June fifteenth. Now, Statistics Canada has pegged Ontario corn acreage at 2.2 million acres and Ontario soybean acreage at 3 million acres. With the spring weather that Ontario had, these figures seem very likely. Ontario soft red wheat is now headed into the home stretch, over 1 million acres going into the critical grain filling period. A widespread rain would be welcome across the province as of June 15th. And you can look at all of the Ontario cash grain prices by going to the marketing section, of our website well the bottom line is sometimes geopolitics matters sometimes you can see the train through the tunnel and you have to get out of the way simply put over the last three weeks tariff and trade political rhetoric has spooked the grain market and soybeans specifically it would seem the great global narrative of open markets and freer trade is being challenged like never before by one of its biggest players the united states The resultant trade tensions with China, the world's largest soybean buyer, has quickly brutalized soybean prices. In approximately 14 trading sessions since May 24th, the old crop soybean contract has lost $1.25 a bushel, the new crop soybean contract has lost approximately $1.13 a bushel, and the new crop corn contract has lost $0.47 a bushel. Demand has been weak for American soybeans, but with possible tariffs being applied, everybody was headed to the door, and American farm groups have been incredulous. Corn and wheat have been hit, but not as much as they there may have still be some type of hope for a price recovery on a widespread weather event. It is true with corn that approximately 70, 75% of the time we see the market change around July 4th. Sometimes that represents a high, and sometimes that represents a low. Now, as of June 15th, weather forecasts are benign for U.S. crops. And as we head into the next two weeks, those weather forecasts will be critical, looking at pollination period for corn in July. Now, aside from the Twitter tariff war narrative, the June 12th USDA report should have been neutral to bullish for corn, neutral for soybeans, and bearish for wheat. In fact, it's still true that fundamentals matter, and they will continue to matter as we go through this cropping year. The June 29th USDA report, one of the big three of the year, looms. This will give updated actual planted acres, stocks, and a whole host of other crop numbers, which could affect prices. Now for corn as of June 15th it looks like the high in December 2018 corn came on May 24th when the December futures got to 4.29 a bushel of course nobody knows but a 47 cent drop since then has been very telling the December corn futures high in 2017 came in early July it came on June 18th in 2018 and a 429 holds true that critical pricing period came early this year in May Simply put, Argentinian problems this past winter made things a bit different from 2016 and 2017. We need a major weather event going forward to change the production paradigm to affect prices. The June 29th USDA acreage report may also shift that debate, especially if American farmers decided to grow a lot more than 88 million acres. Needless to say, crop weather for the next month will still be key. The July 2018-September 2018 corn future spread is currently minus 9.5 cents as of June 15th, which is considered bearish. Seasonally, corn futures tend to trend lower from now on going into October. And the July contract is currently priced in the 14th percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for soybeans, they have definitely been the whipping boy of all the political tariff talk between the Trump administration and China. In fact, you might categorize it as tariff trade terror factors, which make the soybean trade nervous. With July 6th being the date for possible American tariffs on Chinese products, there is still a ray of hope and cooler heads might prevail. Needless to say, any whiff of trouble between the world's biggest soybean buyer, China, and the United States, spooks the market. Now, on the other hand, could an argument be made that these tariff implications are already factored in to a $9.05 July futures price as of June 15th? Now, generally speaking, soybean futures over the last three to four years spend very little time under $9. Soybean demand, though, battered, can still be resilient. The July 2018-August 2018 soybean futures spread is minus 6 cents as of June 15th, which is considered bearish. The November futures represents new crop, continues their bearish commercial view. Seasonally, the soybean high usually comes in July, but it looks to have come earlier this year. Now, for wheat, hot temperatures and dry conditions have damaged the American wheat crop. There has also been somewhat of a ratcheting decline in wheat production estimates in places like Russia and Ukraine. Wheat is special because it's grown everywhere and all the time. And even still, 2018-19 global ending stocks are set to decline slightly. Now, $6 wheat prices for Ontario wheat don't lie. Historically, that's quite good compared over time. Ontario wheat producers can thank... To some extent, the low Canadian dollar and the volatility in the wheat market. Ontario winter wheat will start to be harvested in Essex County in the first week of July, and producers are certainly hoping for some moisture to help wheat grain fill. It is true that the geopolitics have upset the grain complex pricing apple cart to some extent. However, the June 29th the USDA report is always one of the biggest of the year and will likely help set direction for pricing. For instance, will American corn and soybean acreage change from the 88 million and 89 million acres previously predicted by USDA? Will all crop stocks be affected significantly? Will an increase in acreage for either crop Put the price scenario to rest during this critical time. There is much to measure and the USDA will likely reset the goalpost on this crop that day. Amid the calamity in the grain price meltdown over the last three weeks, the declining value of the Canadian dollar has helped mitigate further cash price risk for Ontario producers. This unprecedented trade tension between the United States and Canada has been very difficult on the value of the Canadian loony, pushing it down approximately 3 cents into the 75 cent range U.S. over the last three weeks. This has maintained good cash basis levels and certainty has helped the cash price of Ontario wheat going into harvest. As of June 15th, the Americans are going ahead on July 6th with 34 billion dollars of tariffs against Chinese technology products with a further 16 billion this summer. The Chinese have responded with a list totaling 50 billion which includes 16 billion for US agricultural products which includes soybeans. And the road ahead with regard to this is unknown, but we know that markets do not like it and it is almost impossible to predict. Daily market diligence will remain key. There are still a myriad of other concerns in production areas in Western Europe, Russia, Ukraine, and South America. Of course, crop weather in North America is top drawer for the next several weeks. July is key to corn production, and August rains make soybeans. Standing pricing orders this spring in Ontario garnered $5 corn, $13 soybeans, and $7 wheat for those who had them placed. Nobody knows how this will look come fall, but it's one tool which needs consideration. The challenge for Ontario grain farmers is to measure their risk going forward and to utilize all the tools and marketing intelligence available. June 29th, USDA looms. It should be an interesting time. This has been the Grain Farmers Ontario Market Trends Commentary for June and July of 2018. I'm Philip Shaw.